In this show, we're going to help you get the most out of your field monitor. Welcome to the Tech and Teaching Podcast, where we give you the tips, tricks, and drop general knowledge bombs on how you and your school can improve your podcast or live stream. I'm Eric. I'm Jordan. And we are talking about field monitors today. Everything you want to know about them. Multiple uses, lots of great stuff. But Jordan, we want to talk and make this one short. We've rambled too much in the previous episode. So bite-sized content, that's what we're going for today. We are talking, first of all, we have to define a little bit what is a field monitor. So let's start there with a kind of the rough definition, if you will, of, of what these things are. Yeah, field monitor, we're going to, or camera assist, whatever you want to call it, um, something that makes your viewing experience bigger for the camera. Um, it, they come in different sizes. This one happens to be seven inches, but um, just something to enlarge your view so that you can see what you're actually filming a lot easier and you're not going to have to strain your eyes. Right. Um, so some of the features that you want to look for, and, and these monitors are really nice. This one in particular is an HDMI monitor, but um, what are some of the features that a, a content creator uh, would be looking for in their particular setup? What are some of the things they need to keep in mind? Yeah, um, content creators, they're going to probably have a b bunch of different criteria that they want. Um, you know, can it have SDI input? Does it have SDI or HDMI output, um, loop out? Uh, do you want to be able to record from the monitor and then there's other functions inside. This one doesn't do it, but they're um, the Atomus Ninja 5, and then there's the Shogun that you're able to control the iris and the white balance and all those little... All the manual settings yeah. of the camera you can actually control from the camera assist. Yeah, and it's a lot of them are touchscreen, and, and so, you know, what what features do you need or want? And that kind of dictates what what direction you're going to go. But for, for a streaming standpoint or live streaming, um, you just need something to show up. Right. For, for the most part, from what we've kind of figured out. So this is nice and basic, but then it also has an HDMI out that you're able to um, plug your camera into this, this monitor and then go output to capture card uh, switcher, whatever you're going to. And that's the loop out is the, probably the part that we like the best about this particular camera is that um, it acts as its own HDMI splitter. We don't need an external, yep. we don't need another external device to be powered plus this cam, plus the camera that needs power, plus this monitor that needs power. We need just this powered and the camera to be powered um, when we're, we're talking about power for our setups. Right. Yep. There, I mean, th this one is powered by Sony L series batteries. So you could, it has a bracket on the back that you can just pop on a, uh, a battery and you don't even have to find AC power. Um, if that's the way you wanted to go. Uh, if you have a SWIT, uh, wireless camera transmitter, those batteries will work on this thing. Uh, no problem. And then you, you can get four hours, I think, on a battery using this thing. So it lasts quite a while. Um, I for, what was the other question? Sorry. Well, the um, the other functions of it, like why else do we like it? 
it flips. Oh, it does flip, and it's lightweight. It's it, like right. It's that seven inches seems to be that happy medium mm-hmm. between um, being too small, but then also being too big that it's like really awkward to 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 pack and carry and stuff. So like we we fit three of these in the top of our rigid case, right? That they just sandwich and nest really nicely together. So and then you can have three cameras that have an extra viewfinder, and and that's that's probably something that we want to talk a little bit more about is the fact that when when you're filming the fact that you have this basically you're using this now as your viewfinder so instead right, of looking yeah. through that little three inch viewfinder and trying to track you just have a bigger screen it makes the experience so much better we have um to get into a little bit of how we use them which i'm kind of kind of jumping around so let's actually let's let's back up let's back up shall we let's go with some of the options when we talk about the, the different brands and the different kinds that we can get on Strive AV um, or other brands that might be out in the uh, broadcasting world. Mm-hmm. Um, Lilliput is the one that we've got here that we're featuring. Um, what else are, are some options out there? Yeah, we um, there, there's Feel World. Um, they, those might be a little bit cheaper, I think. Um, but then... There's the Atomus, the, the the Ninja, like I had uh, said before, and the the Shogun. But those those are probably going to be for those more those content creators that want to be able to touch on the screen and adjust those those settings, have a little bit more control. So they're they're over five hundred dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. And then if you want any peripherals like uh, um, hard drive recording, SDI output, all that other stuff, those are extras that you would have to get on top of that. Um, though, those are the main ones that I've dealt with and there's, there's tons of them out there. Like Lilliput makes other monitors that are seven inches that have SDI input built in. Like it's not a, an attachment. Mm-hmm. It just comes that way. And so there, there's a lot of different varieties that you can get. Um, so, all right. So before we get to more of how we are using some of these monitors, we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to come back and we're going to tell you how we use these uh, field monitors on the Tech and Teaching Podcast. When students choose Midland University, they become a part of something bigger than themselves. Midland University sees the talented students at Strive Schools as fitting for Midland's programs. That is why Midland University is offering 25 renewable Strive scholarships, totaling $92,000. New this year, students also have the opportunity to earn college credit for their participation in Strive. To learn more, head to midlandu.edu slash strive. Welcome back to the Tech and Teaching Podcast. I'm Eric, that's Jordan, and we're talking about our field monitors and the best uses of them now. And I don't know if they're the best, but they're how we use them. And Mm -hmm. uh, use number one, as we have talked about mostly so far in this episode, is as a camera assist. So, uh, Jordan, there's a couple ways that a school or or production unit could use a, a monitor like this in conjunction with a camcorder of the uh uh, professional camcorder, professional camcorder, the prosumer, the consumer, even I think uh, if you really wanted to go there with it, you could take your uh, your handy cam and actually use this monitor in conjunction with it. Yeah, if you, you can could. do that, if you're going to do that, you might as well just upgrade your handy cam. We'll talk. That was a previous episode. Best uses and how we are using these monitors, though. Well, the way we use them <laughs> is just to. To well enlarge our viewing 
and where it seems to be we don't just do one event at a time we do six or <laughs> so right. we're, we're streaming we, we we're we're streaming for i don't know eight hour eight, more ten, 12 hours yeah, yeah so staring at a two and a half inch screen is going to get pretty strenuous on the eyeballs so um we we like it because we can just it makes a viewing experience for the camera operator their eyes don't get fatigued as as easy and and we can see what we're actually filming a lot mm -hmm. easier and makes those zooms in and out those pans a lot more consistent because we can have such a bigger viewing monitor how how is the best way there's a couple ways to really kind of mount this mm -hmm. this uh, particular monitor like this how we're, how we're, how we are using it yeah it you can definitely mount th this this monitor comes with a, a cold shoe swivel adapter um, that you can put on on top of the camera if you want and that while that works it does make the front of the camera top heavy and so you just kind of keep nose diving you might have to re-level your your camera there but we we like to put it on a it's like a metal bar about this big with the two quarter uh quarter inch screws and and have that camera setting behind the uh the camera and that way it's kind of closer to you it's not up high at a weird angle and it's just it's more comfortable more user-friendly yep and and i like the still using the bar or you, when we use that newer bar we still put the ball head on on the bar and then attach the ball head to the bottom of the monitor so now you can actually have kind of a custom angle of the monitor yeah. even you know because everybody's where we have to set up the cameras sometimes they're not always uh we're just standing there perfectly still right we're we're in the bleachers or we're up on a up on a ledge and so sometimes you have to change that angle of of what your mm -hmm. view is sometimes it's a short person running the camera yeah that happens right sometimes it's a really tall person charlie at omaha central he's really tall well he needs a different angle than um than evan at jcc well, they're different heights that just happens um we have a bundle that we can get this through as well and and it's kind of cool we we decided hey let's let's throw some of this stuff together so tell us about this bundle that you've got on strive av yeah so we have this bundled with um, the zoom controller it's called our com camera operator bundle and um, it comes with the lily put and and then the zoom controller the lily put um the the kit by default comes with a I don't know, like a foot and a half fixed pigtail, I guess. It's it's not kind of coiled. Mm -hmm. um, we, we do have, we, and then we have the, the other bundle of a, a cable upgrade kit that gives you more of a, a premium uh, foot and a half long coiled HDMI cable and then a full-to-full that then you can go um, use the coiled pigtail to go into the monitor from the camera and then out the loop out of, of this monitor to your switcher or uh, capture card so that that's kind of what we got going on we did have a school confess that they went out and bought a monitor not this one off of amazon or something and they got it and it did not have the hdmi out and he said he had to tuck his tail and come to me and <laughs> and buy this one because he needed that hdmi out so um if you don't get it from us, just look for an HDMI out and that need a loop. Need the loop out. The loop, the loop out. Yep. Yeah. That way you can get your video feed to 
your stream. Right. Now, we have talked almost exclusively so far about using this particular monitor, these monitors as field monitors or field mm-hmm. field monitors. One other thing, of course, that you can use it as because we're in the field is you can actually use it as your announcer monitor. And so you can mm-hmm. actually send send your program feed back to your announcers uh, and again, because this is such a small form factor of a, of a monitor, instead of taking up a big TV screen or a big monitor, a uh, little 7-inch monitor, a little confidence monitor, just so that your announcers can see, yes, we are back from commercial. Here's the graphic that's on the screen. Um, if you have a replay system, they could be looking at their moni- at your monitor as well for replay. And so um, they, they are really handy. And again, for the small form factor and the relatively low cost, to get two or three of them is, is not a, a huge budget-breaking uh, thing, and, and they can be used in a lot of different ways. On accident, we had to use it as a multi-view monitor one time. I wouldn't recommend that. However, I have seen some YouTubers that uh, are building, taking a monitor like this and building it into a uh, tiny little, uh, like a Pelican case, and, mm-hmm. and that's a monitor that's, like, built into the lid. I think, uh, I want to say Scott Parson at uh, Arlington has yeah. done this, right? And he took yep. an ATEM Mini and mounted that in the bottom of it and t- mounted a, a screen like this in the top, and that's his multi-view. That's his switcher setup all the time. That's and it's, really and small. it's a little, tiny little form factor. Because it's very important, we don't want to get, um, it, whatever your factor is, however you're using it, a, an important step is to be careful with your cords, yeah, very, very much. Um, if you whopper jaw a, a, a port, you can you can break it. We've seen ports breaking. We've seen um, you know the holes just get used up too much and they don't they don't work right. They don't tighten down anymore. So please please take care of of your equipment, whatever it is. This, this thing I I took this I use this at state track as a troubleshooting measure. Yes, because I popped I popped a battery on there and then I went down. We had long. Um, long runs of SDI, mm-hmm. and I had to carry a SDI converter with this, but I went way out yonder and plugged and prodded, and I was able to see if I had video feed at X point. So there, there's a little bit of a troubleshooting measure, too, that if you do mess up your HDMI cables or ports or whatever, that you're able to to use it as a troubleshooting measure and to get you out of a pinch. Right. So... Highly, highly useful. Find them on Strive AV. We have the link down there in the show notes. Um, and that is that is the episode. We wanted to talk about field monitors. Coming up in next week's episode, we are going live. Yes, it's finally time for Jordan to really uh, you know, get out of the comfort of recording. Why me? And yeah. I've been doing this for a long time. So we got to get you more comfortable. So we're going live next week. Uh, Our next episode will be on February 1st, and we're going to be live at 3.45 p.m. And we are going to kind of recap the equipment that we have talked about so far. So field monitors, cameras, tripods, zoom controllers, stuff like that, Uh, and really kind of the the nuts and bolts of your broadcast equipment. We want to do an Ask Me Anything, and we want to do that next uh, coming up on uh, Wednesday, February 1st. 3.45 3.45 p.m. Central Time is when we're going to do that. Uh, be looking for more information on the Strive TV social medias about uh, where that will be as far as uh, hosted. Um, I think we'll be on YouTube. I think we're going to maybe try to do it on our Twitter as well. Um, submit us questions. Uh, if you would like us to uh, talk more in-depth than what we have about 
any of the products that we've mentioned, uh, other links, who knows, we might do a giveaway. I don't know. It's we'll, possible. We'll see how, what kind of mood Jordan wakes up in. I, it, and, and it's also, we're doing it at the end of the day, which is a different mood altogether, um, which is fine. We'll just make sure you're caffeinated. You're making me sound like a troll or something. No, we just, <laughs> like anybody else, we just got to make sure you're caffeinated by the end of the day. That's okay. All right. All right. It's okay. So uh, we want to invite you for that and, again, be looking for more information on the Strive TV socials. Strive is at the intersection of digital media education. We deliver engaging curriculum, innovative audiovisual equipment. That's Jordan's job and an education-based live streaming platform for K-12 schools. Find out how Strive can help start and grow your digital media program at strive.tv slash product. That's Jordan. I'm Eric. Thanks for listening and watching the Tech and Teaching Podcast. Thank you.